Hi, I'm Brittany. And I'm Sarah. We are your hosts at 86 The Bar. 86 The Bar is a new podcast all about bar basics, like what goes in a margarita, what you need to set up a bar at home, the history of booze, and occasional stories of real experiences with guests while we've been behind the bar. We're just a couple of bartenders that thought it would be fun to share what we know. Stay tuned for a new podcast every week on Thursdays. Have you ever wondered why wine is supposed to be stored in an angle and that it's actually extremely beneficial for your health? Today we are going to be talking about the history of wine, fun facts, and etiquette. So let's get drunk. Did you know husbands could actually murder their wives for drinking wine in Roman times? Wine has been around for thousands and thousands of years. There's actually evidence of fermented grapes used to make wine back in China during 7000 BC. The earliest known winery was discovered back in 2007, which is said to have been used back in 4000 BC, a really, really long time ago. Egyptians during 1700 BC began making wine from red grapes because of its resemblance to blood, and they used it in ceremonies. Egyptians actually passed their wine traditions around the world, like places like Israel, Greece, and Italy. It kept eating perfected along the way, but it honestly had to taste pretty disgusting, and that's why our ancient ancestors would mix in seawater to make it taste more like a spiked punch. Wine became a symbol for trade and resembled religion and health. In 1492, wine actually traveled to the New World and became popular in Brazil and Mexico. But back to the husband murdering their wives for drinking wine thing, it was actually illegal for women to drink wine in the Roman times. So husbands could actually murder their wife for it. The oldest wine cellar in the world that is still intact is actually at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. The Titanic's wine cellar held over 12,000 bottles of wine and the cellar remains preserved in the ship at the bottom of the ocean, making it the oldest wine cellar in the world. So Brittany and I are actually going to be tasting each other's favorite wine. So we've got $3 bottle of wines here, but it's our favorite. From Aldi's. Yeah, from Aldi's. They actually have really good wine. So I, we can try the Moscato first, I guess. Yeah. So Moscato is my favorite wine. It's very sweet. It comes from the Muscat grape, whatever that is. Probably like a white grape. Yeah. It's white, so it's going to be served chilled, um, and it's going to go good with, like, spicy foods or, like, um, white meat. So white wine pairs with white meat, and red wine pairs with red meat. And Moscato is actually slightly sparkling, and it's very sweet, so that's why I like it. So here we go. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, that's so good. That is a good Moscato. Uh, Yes, it's very, very sweet. Yeah. I love it. Oh, it's so good. So, like Brittany said, with spicy foods, people usually pair spicy foods with sweeter wines to kind of like complement the flavor and like, I think it is like quenching, yeah, like quenching my thirst. Because if I'm eating like, Sonic's cheddar cheese peppers. <laughs> <laughs> I need something like refreshing to drink. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want to drink like a super dry, like a super dr- <laughs> a super dry wine yeah. um, with like a spicy food. I feel like that would just make it. It'd be like drinking Coke with wings. 
Oh yeah. You ever done that? It yeah. just like it's not good. It doesn't go. Burns your mouth even more. Yeah. Definitely love the Moscato. So if you're looking for a sweet wine, I would absolutely recommend it. And another one that's a little less sweet that would be like it is Riesling. It's also slightly sparkling and is sweet, but a little bit not as not as sweet. Yeah, not as sweet. A little bit. Just a little bit more dry. With yeah. the Moscato, you can really taste like the fruity flavors. And oh, I yeah. feel like Riesling. Um, I don't know. I've never had Riesling. <laughs> I have a lot of people order it. I feel like Moscato is more popular. Yeah, I feel like a lot of younger, just starting out to drink people. Yes, this is a good wine to start yeah. out on. If you want to get into wine, I'd always recommend starting with sweet. And, and then working your way up to something. Yeah, to more dry. Yeah. So. Maybe go from Moscato to Riesling, Pinot Grigio, or Sauvignon Blanc. Those are both kind of drier wines. Yeah. I think Pinot Grigio has like an apple-y taste. If you order rosé, don't talk to me. <laughs> rosé is garbage. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of rosé. But White Zinfandel is a pretty blush wine that mm -hmm. tastes good. It is really good. And White Zinfandel is known to have higher alcohol um, concentration. Yeah. So something about the grapes... So I thought that was kind of cool. I didn't know that until yeah, yeah. we were researching for this episode. But now I guess we're going to try this Cabernet. Cabernet is one of the driest red wines. See, I got a little on the table. Oh, it's fine. Cabernet has very bold flavors. Yeah, and it goes well with like steaks and burgers. Oh, yeah. I think about mm, drinking a glass of red wine with a ribeye. With a ribeye? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, or, yeah. or a brownie. Yeah. It goes really well with chocolate. Shout out to Amber Hunter. She's yeah. She told me that. <laughs> if you're listening. Okay, here we go. Cheers. Oh, wow. Oh, I love that. <laughs> That'll put some hair on your chest. <laughs> I don't know. I just recently started liking, like, a, I like Pinot Noir. And I've just recently got into, like, Cabernets. And we got um, a Merlot mm. from the Apple Barn in Gatlinburg. Oh, I've never heard of it. Yeah, that. we tasted it. It was really good. It was a little bit of a sweeter Merlot because most of those wines that you get up in Gatlinburg are going to be like desserty wines. Oh, okay. That makes sense. If you've ever been to like any of the, like on the strip, if you go to any of like the wine tastings there, yeah. they've got just a bunch of like sweet wines mm. that are like, they're really good, but for a tasting, I wouldn't want a whole bottle to myself. Yeah. Or like if I you're um, having a party or something and maybe bring a sweet wine for like dessert, like a yeah. dinner party. I can see this. I don't know. I feel like I'd be more likely to get a headache and a hangover with a sweet wine than mm -hmm. like a dry one. Because there's more sugar. Yeah. Sugar content in oh, sweet yeah. wine. So red wine is actually cholesterol and like, what is it? Fat free. And yeah, fat free and cholesterol free. So mm -hmm. it's actually really good for you. So a glass of red wine like a day keeps the doctor away yeah it does <laughs> and it helps you sleep too red wine actually has a lot of positive health benefits it lowers your chances of having a stroke compared to non-drinkers so for men and women who drink moderately it lessens their chances of developing type 2 diabetes by 30 percent 
To get the same amount of antioxidants you find in wine, you would need to drink 20 glasses of apple juice or seven glasses of orange juice. And wine actually increases the blood supply and oxygen. And when you get older, there's a natural reduction in blood supply and oxygen around the brain. So a glass of wine can actually be very beneficial for people who are older in age. So Chardonnay is the most complex wine in the world and a very dry white wine. And it's also used in the main production of champagne. And California actually has more Chardonnay grapes than anywhere else in the world. So another fun fact about wine is the cork is actually very beneficial to wine. It slows down the oxidation process, which allows the wine to age and evolve slowly over time. This happens because the cork actually has oxygen in it, so it's better to store wine at a downward angle because the wine is touching the cork and exposed to that oxygen instead of the outside air. And wine glasses should actually be held by the stem. So when your hand touches the wine glass, it's not raising the temperature. So that's why you're supposed to hold it by the stem. Instead of the actual glass itself. Yeah, that's why it's better to buy wine glasses with the stem because you're not ruining the temperature of the wine because red wine is supposed to be served at room temperature and white wine is supposed to be served chilled. So one time I um, this guy ordered Pinot and we got to talking about something else and then I rang it in and brought it out to him. And he goes, this isn't, this isn't Pinot. And I said, yeah, sir, it's Pinot Noir. And he goes, no, I ordered Pinot Grigio. And he was like, that's white wine. And I was like, oh, just because I drink Pinot Noir, so I forget yeah. about the Grigio. And all I heard him say was Pinot. You just gave him I didn't ask wine. him, yeah. yeah. I didn't ask him what he preferred. That's the one thing I always would get confused about is Pinot Grigio is white wine. It's kind of dry and has like an apple-y taste. And Pinot Noir is red wine. It's a little bit sweeter, but still yeah, kind of dry. It's got fruity. A lot of times it has like cherry and stuff yeah, in it. But totally different. <laughs> yeah, complete opposites. One time, my wine story is really embarrassing. Um, I drank a lot of boxed red wine and I got really sick. And I, <laughs> I was staying at this girl's house or she had a party or something. And I threw up all over her couch in front of everyone and this cute boy. And I threw up everywhere. And I was so embarrassed that I just left it <laughs> and um, went home. So we're to this day, we still do not talk. So if you're listening, sorry. <laughs> so sorry for that. Um, yeah, it was awful. So I don't know. Stay away from boxed wine. Probably didn't know how to pace myself, too. Yeah. So you can't see how much you're drinking out of it. You can't see how yeah. empty it is. Yeah. Like slap the bag, you know? <laughs> and people, what even is slap the bag? With wine? Don't you just like, I don't know, slap it and then chug it? I'm not really sure <laughs> how that works. I don't know. Someone teach us what slap the bag is. Comment on our Instagram. Because I obviously, I don't think I did it right. I'm assuming the goal isn't to throw up in someone's living room. Maybe. I mean, it might be. <laughs> So just a recap of what we have learned today in today's episode of Winology, that if you're wanting to get into drinking wine, because it is very beneficial and it's good, start with a sweet wine, whether you want to start with a sweet white wine or a sweet red wine, get familiar with it, try different brands because they often taste different and work your way down to a drier wine. So if you want to start with a Moscato, a sweet white wine, 
try to work your way down to a Chardonnay or Sauvignon Blanc is really good. And then if you want to do a red wine, maybe start with, what would you say, Merlot and work your way down to a Cabernet or Pinot Noir, something like that. Yeah. And it's a good way to get familiar with it because there's a bunch of different grapes that people use to ferment wine and gives it a lot of flavors. I know I tried Apothic Red Blend the other day and it tasted like bark. It tasted like I was drinking a tree. Oh, really? Yes. It tasted like firewood. So if you like that smoky flavor, try Apothic Red Blend. But it's a good way to just get familiar with the different wines and find what you like and kind of what you're looking for. And remember that red wine always pairs with red meat and chocolate and white wine pairs with white meat. And that's pretty much in spicy foods. If you yeah, want to eat like, pasta. Yeah, pasta. Well, Alfredo. Red wine yes. pairs well with like spaghetti. Yeah. So remember that. And remember that wine actually has some really good health benefits too. So a glass of wine a day keeps the doctor away, not a bottle. <laughs> So that's it for today's podcast. Be sure you like, follow, share, and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Have a good day and get ready to get drunk again next week with us. Yes.